Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi. You know that movie you always wanted to see, but you didn't for whatever reason? Well, I call those black hole films. Everyone has them, and this podcast aims to do something about that. I'm Jeremy Lalonde, and every episode I'll be joined by one or more guests to watch a film that at least someone in that group hasn't seen. We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode 55, and I'm joined by Alex Paxton Beasley from shows like Pure, Cardinal, Murdoch Mysteries, as well as the indie film Dirty Singles, as well as Colin Doyle from shows like Top Wing, Fangbone, and the web series Save Me, as well as Catherine Cullen, who has appeared on The Strain. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch The Matrix. I'm Jeremy. I have seen the movie. I'm Alex. I have also seen the movie, but I don't think I've seen it since I saw it the first time in theaters in 1999. I'm Catherine. I've never seen The Matrix in my life. I'm Colin, and I have seen the movie. Yeah, so Catherine's our virgin. Colin was very excited when he approached me, and he was like, I found someone who hasn't seen The Matrix. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the funny thing was, when you mentioned that, I was telling you earlier... It was one of those films I didn't even consider we'd do on the podcast because I just assume everyone has seen this movie. Yeah. Like in our age range. Yeah. So, which begs the question, how did you avoid seeing The Matrix? It was actually pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just just like didn't go. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't remember anyone ever asking me if I wanted to go see it. I don't remember. So you just didn't have any friends? No, I definitely had friends. I mean, 1999, yeah, that wasn't like an amazing year for me. But <laughs> oh, then the podcast got real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to name names. Black right? hole films, not black hole feeling. <laughs> no, no, no. I, let's go with this. Okay, great, great, great. It's, it's your pod, Jeremy. No. I'm just a guest. I mean, I, I remember like I was pretty nerdy and stuff. Um, definitely had not grown into my forehead, but I don't I really think those are so. reasons. Yeah, right. It's big. What can it's I do? Big forehead. Um, uh, I don't remember any of my friends talking about it, but maybe I just like wasn't listening. You know, yeah. truly listening. And um, I remember my dad saying like, because he's friends with Carrie Ann Moss's like mom or something like that, and he was like, "You got to see." Carrie Ann Moss. You guys see this little independent film with Carrie Ann. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, okay. And then I just didn't didn't go. I wonder, like, because that was sort of, I mean, the internet existed, obviously, but it was pre-social media. Like, I definitely don't remember. It was on the cusp of, like, the internet this. becoming common. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was, I was, what grade was I in? I was 18 when it came out. Yeah. So it, I would have had the internet for, like, a year or two. We got in grade 10. Yeah. And it was dial-up, so it wasn't anything. Right. It was back in the age yeah. where if you wanted to watch a movie trailer, you were waiting for at least a good ten minutes for it to download. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know. I think I, I did have, like, a small group of friends. All of us were deeply nerdy, but, like, that, again, shouldn't bar you from seeing The Matrix. No, like, no, no. I just no, that don't. was most welcomed. That was totally <laughs> I'll get to my nerd origin Matrix story in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I... Guys, I don't know. It just yeah. didn't happen for me. I feel like it was different. I feel like 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 movies, especially this kind of movie, 
it, like, this movie sort of started that thing where, like, you know, the sci-fi movies that everyone is talking about yeah. for our yeah. generation. I think this was the first one where everyone was like, this changes everything! This absolutely was. This yeah, was absolutely. one of those movies that did that. And it was kind of the Cloverfield of its time. Yeah. Because even the marketing campaign for the film was, what is The Matrix? Mm-hmm. Right. And it, and you didn't really know what was... And we won't get into it to spoil anything. But it's yeah. funny, even my son, who I'm starting to watch everything with, yeah. wants to watch this movie, and he hasn't yet. He's like, can I come to the podcast? I was like, no, it's too late at night, this one we're doing. But he, And he said, what is The Matrix? I'm like, exactly. And then he got really <laughs> mad, because I was <laughs> <"Line, laughs> <Yeah. sinker." laughs> yeah. You're in! Uh, I'm remember 1999 a little bit more because I remember it was your sad year it was my sad year I mean there were so many sad years well I won't talk about that yet because we haven't even opened the Smirnoff ice um with Colin brought because it reminded him of 1999 it was founded it was it was was released to the masses in 1999 I love that you know that I hope that there was a branded cross promotion between like the Matrix and I'm pretty sure there was not there was a lot of them but that was not one they missed it yeah that kicked in around the Matrix revolutions I think (laughs) (laughs) I, I got a chance to so I was in theater school and this is how nerdly we go, but I also... You did a lot of scene work from this movie? <laughs> well, okay, get ready. So I was kidding. So, I'm not. So, we we finished our third year, like, fight combat exam. And and our fight instructor, who was Simon Fawn, awesome. He's like, you guys need to go see this Keanu Reeves movie. And we were like, Johnny Mnemonic? And he was oh, like, no. Movie. Neo. The Matrix. And, we, and he was like, this Hong Kong martial art does the choreography so we went to Yorkdale and it, and it was tiny and we went after our exam and I was adamant I did not want to go I did not want to see a Keanu Reeves movie I couldn't take him because this is his first action now it's mm-hmm. yeah. he's done so many more than like Johnny Mnemonic yeah. was such a bomb too and mm-hmm. well Speed Speed was a Speed hit existed. Speed, Speed was 94 Speed was 94 thank you you're I right that yeah. very well. you're right you're right this was this is different Speed though because this is su- this looked like such science fiction. Yeah. Yes. Speed was, I mean, Sandy Bullock and Point Break. Point, mm-hmm. point, point Break. Point Break. Yeah. Oh, point, we did Point Break. We did an episode of Point Break. That's oh right. For this, it's Amazing. that's a movie in itself. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Right in itself in itself. Oof. Oof. So anyway, we so then and then we were so giddy and overwhelmed that one of the guys. And I'm going to name drop the following year for his exam, got Ennis to beatbox the entire music and dojo fight. And they, they, they synced the, the, the dojo fight uh, and watched it so many times that the tape exploded and they got it move for move and Ennis beatboxed and did the music and the sound effects to all of it. I want to believe oh, that Ennis can still do that. My God. No, he's since retired. He, <laughs> but, I mean, how could you ever top that? That's yeah. insane. Yeah, he was exhausted from it, but it was so fun to watch. <laughs> and you were like, because in, I, I don't think this is spoiling, there's certain, you know, strings and ropes that yeah. were used. So we were like, how are you going to do that in the theater? In the theater. In, in a studio when you're 18. And these guys solved problems really creatively. Simon Fawn still teaches that fight because when I was in theater school, a couple of my friends did it and there's video that exists on the internet somewhere of my friend Patrick doing that fight. I like I think he does it every single year when he's teaching. Oh, see we were so jealous of you guys who got the internet because we were yeah. like how would that have changed? We would have loved yeah. to have recorded 
some of our fights that we did. Yeah, big time. Nerds. So what do you know about the movie going into it? I don't know anything. Oh, great. I don't know what the (sighs) Matrix is about. Great, great, great. I think it's about traveling. Oh, amazing. (laughs) We're going to stop. Yes. And I know that his name is Neo, and it backwards it's one, right? One. Nope. That's no. that would be Oin. Right. Oin. So I can't even spell, and I don't. <laughs> no, I actually don't know anything. I just. But no, but Neo and one. That's definitely. There was like something. That's right. Yeah. Right. You're right. But anyways, it if doesn't. You, it's not. If you jumble, it's a jumble. <laughs> it's a jumble. It's a jumble. Um, <laughs> some of the letters are the same. Um, it's all the same letters. All the, all all the, the same letters, letters is confirmed. You play Scrabble, you can get it. Yeah. I yeah. just think I heard that somewhere, and I just accepted it. Wow, yeah. so Neo I didn't is, think the, about is it. one. Yeah. So this is, yeah. a, this is a true black hole for you. That's exciting. Yeah, I don't know anything about I it. He, I know he wears sunglasses. Yes. Oh, you and already I mean, know too much for my liking. <laughs> does he ever wear sunglasses? Like, yeah. those are... Yeah. I also found out, before we start, I found out that, that Will Smith was offered it first. Yeah. I did not know that. Huh. That makes a lot of sense. It does, me. doesn't it? But it would not be yeah. the same. No. It'd be different. It wouldn't be as dour. It, yeah, it would be... Will Smith is so outwardly charismatic. I mean, Keanu is a national treasure. And this is like yeah. Men in Black era Will Smith. Yes. That's right. right. Yeah, right. That's right. Because just thinking about all the sci-fi yeah. stuff that... Well, so well, no, West. I mean, no wonder he turned it down. Because if you look at this from like an aesthetic point of view, it is Wild Wild West and Men in Black. Yeah. Together, that is the Matrix. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I'm sure you could look up online why he turned it down, yeah. but I'm sure he felt like he'd already done a version of this yeah. movie. Mm. Although clearly not. Clearly not. Who could have? Who could have predicted All right. the cultural phenomenon? All right, so let's dive in before we spoil anything. For okay. You. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Alright, so we just finished, and, and we're enjoying the, the you, you're almost finished the Smear of Ice. I did, I finished it. You're enjoying it in my Nagano, it was my only Nagano cup left. Yeah, it's it was. It's a really good cup. Winter Olympic really, themed. It's perfectly yeah. 90s. Yeah. Little. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well done, Didn't even plan that, I literally just grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> really you. good job. Uh, okay, so you as the Matrix Virgin, first thoughts. It's a wild ride. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe I had not seen that movie. It's so crazy. I thought the same thing because you love the following things. The 90s. I love the 90s. Um, gun violence. I don't. Okay, we'll get back there. She hates gun violence. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, there's a, oh Cana- Canadian stars doing Canadian things well. Both are the Canadian what leads. What are you talking about? These are things they love. I don't think you... I don't, I don't, who are you? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, no, it was, that was a trip, man. It was, I was a wa- total trip. I was wondering, because it's been a long time since I've seen it. I think I, I've seen it definitely since I saw it the first time. But it wasn't one of those movies that I went back and rewatched a lot. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, especially because the sequels just fucking killed it for me. Ugh. Yeah. I never saw Animatrix, but I saw, begrudgingly I saw the third one after the second one just went, what the fuck is this? So you did all three? I've seen all three. Okay. And I didn't even know there were sequels. Oh. I've seen all three, but I have no memory of the second one. You just, you know what? Just enjoy this and leave it there. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm parking my car here. Yeah. I feel like you're going to go. I feel like it's like, watch this movie and then just read like Jaden Smith's 
like Twitter feed and like those like his Twitter feed should be what the sequels are. Like, <laughs> his awareness of the world. Like let that me just say it's sort of yeah. So like he se- read like the Tao of Pooh. Yeah, exactly. When the, he's like the second <laughs> one goes to this Zion place, like this, the last city, and there's like a a rave orgy there. Yes. It's pretty famous. Yes. It's in like the it's in the first act. Didn't oh wow. Jennifer yeah. Lopez make a music video that was basically that scene with like green Isn't lasers. every one of her music videos basically that scene? Maybe, okay, maybe we just unlocked the secret of Jennifer Lopez's choreographers. They're just like The Matrix, but hang on, but me. Jennifer with Lopez. With a tube yeah. top. Yeah. With, with two, no, they have two tops. There's, there were two oh, tops yeah, in right. this movie. Okay. Um, but anyway, I just, cause what I was wondering while we were watching it is pretty, because the movie uh for the first part of it, anyway, it really takes place through through Neo's point of view, where you're just you start the movie inside the Matrix, not knowing you're inside the Matrix. So when he starts coming out of it with that weird mirror thing that's going over his body, and then he comes out of this pod, what's going on in your brain? I mean, I was like, what? I, there's still so much. Like, I need to sit with this for sure. Because even as you said, we start in the Matrix, I was like, we do. <laughs> like, I don't... I I thought he was in the real world and then was, like, called to. I mean, it's also pretty, like, Christic, the whole thing, too. Mm, like big time. That, there's, whatever. There's just, like, so many metaphors. I know, yeah, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. You, do, you did study religion for a long time. Yeah, I did. I did. And, and this movie, like, they really kind of... Sl- like, people took this on in the same way. I guess, maybe, argue with me if you feel... that like, the Force and Jedi was a religion. This had religious tones from so many different Oh, there are legit, like, Philosophy in the Matrix books out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, not I, courses. Could, I could, yeah, I could, yeah. I could imagine that 100%. So, when, yeah, when he's waking up in that pod, and he's, like, no, like, hairless... And those things are coming off of his spine. Like, I honestly didn't know. I was like, well, he's being born again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, like, it's wild, man. Like, it's so hard. Because it's really functioning on so many different levels at every moment. I love how even just now and I was like, the movie starts in the Matrix. You hadn't even thought of that until. No. I thought he was just like in his like dirty little room. But that's <laughs> the whole point. His dirty little room is the Matrix. The only thing that's not the Matrix is the ship. Yeah. The shi- what ship? What? The ship is not the Matrix. What is the Matrix? I don't know. I don't know what the and Matrix is. And we're full is. circle. Yeah. Welcome to the circle. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, the real world is just that shitty ship they're flying around on. Everything else you see in the movie is the Matrix. <laughs> Your brain just went... Yeah, because yeah, anywhere that we're seeing Hugo weaving and his, his suited cronies, his bespeckled yes. friends... That's the Matrix, because that's how the Matrix manifests itself, like the machines in, manifest themselves. In what we call, like, real, like, in our in our world, but we're just, like, not awake enough to be a part yeah. of it. Let it be known that Catherine is, is like, r- using rampant air quotes as oh, she yeah. says this. Because <laughs> I don't trust anything I'm saying. Yes, right. I... I no. um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the precipice is essentially that all humans are taken and used as energy sources yeah. to fuel... The ma- to fuel the machine. Right. AIs have taken over and taken over the world. We lost... Because we're actually in... T- t- like 2200 Yeah, 2199 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. When that was the first moment, I remember distinctly kind of 
when all the fighting and Karrion Moss kills everybody, I was like, oh, wow, I, I have no idea what's going on. And then he gets, then it's like, it's kind of futuristic, but not really. And then he gets the thing in his belly and you're like, oh, shit. And then he gets picked up and it's raining and then, but it's an old timey car. And I'm like, what? There's what some is, Cronenberg stuff going on. Yeah, what on is the time There's some like serious here. like film noir, Blade Runner. Blade yeah. Runner, I thought of Blade Runner. And, time. and then when the 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 switch, the blonde haired character, goes, shut your mouth, copper top, and I <laughs> literally booed. I remember being like, oh, guys, we this is fucking who? Why? His hair isn't even blonde. Who says that? And then you have to wait so long until you find out. Oh, there, human beings are batteries for. These AI robot-y... Great Duracell product placement. Totally. (laughs) I'm fascinated by any of the product placement in this movie. Like, that's really hilarious. A few times. I feel sad that I didn't watch this movie, like... Not sad, it's not the right word. But I do feel like I I wish I had seen it years ago, because then I would have more time to think about it. That's okay. Oh, you mean, like, as opposed to we just jumped in and it's like... No, I mean for my life. (laughs) Like... I'm watching this movie at 33. If I'd seen it when I was, what, eight, uh, no, 13 when it yeah. came out or whatever, I would have lived with The Matrix for this long. And my it's life would be better Jesus. for it. Dude, it's your Jesus year. Just and now Jesus you're year. seeing yeah. the born again Keanu. I mean, it's crazy. I, it, it did also made me, it made me a bit nostalgic for the, for 90s technology. Yeah. yeah. Those little like, Nokia phones and stuff. Well, and just well, payphones. That's the first you, thing you, you said to me. You and I were saying... We were whispering our sweet nothings. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, this movie wouldn't work now because payphones don't exist. But yeah. actually, then about two minutes later in the movie, it it makes it so it works because it says the year is 1999 inside the Matrix. And it's like, oh, yes. right, so that still works. Yes, It's that's a period true. piece right. now. Now you see it as a period piece. Right. Right. The Matrix, the Matrix has decided to make it. In Although, 1999. Watching it this time, I was way more hypercritical of just going... What's the phone thing? How does that get you out of the Matrix? What the fuck is that about? You it's have to go to a... Inter- yeah, I know. Like, how does that make but any sense? Duh. And why can't you just... Like, why do the cell phones... Work? It's just, they, they never explain it, and that's probably a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's but definitely you, a good thing. But you start You're right. going, how can you control the Matrix-ish, but you can't just show up wherever you want? You can't... It just... And all the phones yeah. were always like... It wasn't like a phone in someone's house. It was always like a phone in an abandoned <coughs> room... Oh no no the the, the payphone at the end. I just yeah. felt like they were always running phones, to, yeah. to like an abandoned just a, just a phone yeah. in the room. But but I'm wondering then like the are phone. those phones manifested by the people in the real world? Are they like or are they well, piggybacking the on something? But there was yeah. also this one moment where Joey Pants, Joey Pantaloni, oh, this is his real name, yes. is on a payphone and and, and they're saying and then the dude yes. says, "Hey, there's a phone over here. Get to it." I'm like, "You're on a phone now. Yeah. You're not on the cell well, that, phone." That made me think that there's like specific spots. Yeah, that it's less about. Not that it's not about the phone, but that it's about like these like sacred places. I don't places. know. I think uh, that's. I think that's maybe, the one part not. of the movie. If you pick it apart too much, it just falls apart. Um, that's a, that's one thing when I look, rewatch it now. I start going. I don't get how the logistics right. of this work. Yeah, because it does. And so seem, I just have to let it go. Otherwise, it yeah. ruins it. It right. seems like the spots move around all the time. Because if they didn't, then why wouldn't the AI just Finally. constantly stake right. out those spots? Yes. So, but if they do a lot. But also, why wouldn't... So the so the Matrix is created by the AI, correct? Yes. Yes. So yes. why not, when you... Why not 
when you created this matrix, if you realize this is how they escape, why not eliminate phones? Yeah, great question. Maybe that's what they're doing now because I get pretty upset whenever anyone calls me on the phone. Oh, it's true. We and can't now, escape the Matrix, no guys. Guys, there oh are my God, no did it. Fuck. I actually did it. <laughs> uh, and I do really love Keanu Reeves. This is what the sequel should have been. Well, guys, we crapped it. it. <laughs> no, realizing that now you can't get out of the Matrix that's because true. they got rid of payphones. Yeah. Oh, Good, well done, Hugo Weaving. Well done. Well done. And I was going to jump in that the, the problem, or I mean, I only saw the second one, but what was kind of brutal about the second one was that what is fun is him finding his power. And in the second one, I remember seeing trailers like, oh my God, the second one's going to come and he fights 40 Hugo, Hugo Weaving, oh, Weavings. How's he going to do that? But he's like Superman. You can't kill him. It yeah, was so boring. Right. Because nothing could stop him. But not having a payphone would have totally screwed him over. Yeah, the second one is just him like trying to learn how to build one. <laughs> trying to find a just phone. Just find, just, just source like, the parts. Yeah. He's like waiting. Yeah. While well, he's every now and then fights a mountain of human yeah. beings. <laughs> yeah. One hand he's and soldering with the other hand. He's and some weird virus twins, like albino virus yes, twins. Yes, I forgot oh, about the right. albino virus twins. Don't see the sequels. They are terrible. Yeah, we're yeah. making it sound And then who's the, the French actress that has, like, the pie-shaped vagina that turns into, like, orgasmic? Th- anyway. All this is real. That we're was in the movie. movie. That no wasn't, like, a... That. Monica, um... Bellucci? Bellucci, yeah. Oh, well done. I have no memory. Jesus, I have no Don't see them. Whatsoever. It's so... They're I remember, so like, falling asleep during the second one. The first time I saw it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, basically, the third one, they turn him into Jesus. Oh, they fully do. Yeah, yeah he fully it becomes Jesus. It stops being Christ. a metaphor and starts becoming like real. Literal. literal. It becomes like really the crucifixion literal. story. Wow. So does this movie, for those who did see, for you two, does it hold up? Here we are in 2017. Um, 18. Great. <laughs> 2018, Matrix Glitch. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, it mostly does, like, the the CGI looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, it is what it is what it is. And I, I can't watch this movie with, without... Thinking about the cultural impact, which was fucking huge. Yeah, that's huge. I both for the positive and the really negative, really serious negative. Oh yeah, yeah. like but that it, that gun, the bullet that gun stuff. Really I mean, it's hard. Is amazing because I was yeah. like, this is say what. You love gun violence. I love gun violence. Just she okay. hates it. She no, hates I it. don't hate it. I just, well, I, no, I do hate it. I hate gun violence. Everybody hates gun everyone violence. hates gun violence, and I do think that's it's not like true. Totally, that's, that's not, not true. totally not true. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, voices wait, 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 No. Allow me to insert my penis lots, into the conversation. Lots of people <laughs> love gun violence. I feel like I'm a little bit tired of seeing it in movies. Yes. Well, just when it's overdone and becomes wall to wall, it means exactly loses its impact. But that was an incredible. Yeah, fight scene. Well, and we, I feel like we had never seen anything quite no, like that. They, they invented that technology where it just, it kind of freezes and spins around. Yeah. Yeah. But that was invented for this movie. That, yeah. I mean, it's an, and it's amazing. And I yeah. don't really feel like I've seen like a, a gun fight like that. Yeah. Even no. like now. Even, like, so, I remember being, however old I was, 18 or whatever, in the movie theater and just that scene, the opening scene when Carrie Ann Moss just jumps up and then it goes whoops around. Yeah. And I remember getting like a teenage nerd boner just going yeah, 100% like, what Whoa, yeah. fuck just happened yeah because yeah. they they didn't sh- I, I want to say they didn't show that stuff in the trailer I don't think so or a little bit they, they yeah. held some stuff back they did yeah and people just went ape shit for oh that. yeah well I remember watching that gun battle in the theater and just being like oh my 
God! Because, like, are we, when we say gun battle, the, the, not the, the one, one, the one at the, the bottom of the of, of the building, the they, one with the like, exploding pillars. When it's just oh, okay. him yeah, and Carrie yeah, yeah. Ann oh, yeah, Moss, yeah. and they're just like four hundred thousand guns, and then they just get another. But you know, what I find now, I find now, and this is true of most movies with just action sequences that go on and on and on. Yeah. I find they put me into a coma. Yes. I started falling asleep watching them this time yeah. because now that kind of thing is so common, the yeah. overdone yeah. giant gun scene. Yeah. Where back then it was kind of new yeah. and yeah, fresh. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So now it feels dated and I felt myself just going, ugh. But it's it's kind of a hilarious advertisement for just how ineffectual guns can be because like they spend so much ammo to take down those guys. Like, it is a ridiculous amount of effort that they spend to take down those guys. And actually, like, their kung fu is the most effective in that scene. Yeah, you kind of are like, waiting for the clicks. They're just, like, the guns just shooting guns willy-nilly. And these are two people who apparently are, like, the most trained that, that you could ever be because they've had programs downloaded into their brains. And it takes them, like... 25 minutes of just wildly shooting in the yeah. air to deal with, like, I don't know, eight soldiers. Like, it's not exactly an ad for guns being uh, good effective. at what guns are yeah. supposed to do. I have a nerd alert and a question. The nerd alert okay. is is that some of that stuff was used, like, John Woo did similar things. Right. Where it was, like, slowed slow down. And doves. Doves and all that stuff. Ugh, love doves. Um, but not to the extent, and certainly not in, in mainstream before John Woo came over for Mission Impossible's. My question to you, to you guys, was why were they? Why did they go in guns blazing to kill every everybody? I think I have an cool. idea. Right, right. I think to, that's the ultimate. Right. But was there a story yeah. element? Was it because they had to kill the officers because and the then, agents that, would turn in into them? Scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because the officers. Oh, uh, well, there's no reason. The agent couldn't. An agent couldn't have turned into any one of those in that. Yeah. Is that the logic? Yeah. I think, is that I think why they take them I out, or is it just like we have so many? Don't tell anyone. So we're gonna kill you now, and then make our way up the like. I, I, didn't the agent? Wasn't there one time where one of the an agent turned into one of the dead ones? I know. I wasn't sure if that was the pilot or not. I like feel the, like it doesn't matter if they're alive or dead. Because it was like the alarm went off and it was like, well, we've got to open up. And it was like, oh, is this is why they're doing that. I actually questioned it. I was like, oh, because it's now become so yeah. yeah. The other thing that political. doesn't, like, the other, the other um, logic point that bumps me rewatching it now is when you've got, on one hand, you've got Lawrence Fishburne going on and on about how, uh, you know, you think you're breathing air. You think right. you're faster. All this kind of thing about this. None of this is real. Right. You have to accept that. And and they're able to do that by, you know, leaping over tall buildings in a single bound and other things. But for some reason, the concept of death, they can't get over. Yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. How come they can do those other things, but they can't go, oh, you're not really killing me. Right. Except, doesn't Neo Neo does in the do, end. Does Neo in the does in the end. But yeah. yeah. Because he's Jesus. He's, because he's Jesus. Yeah. He gets resurrected. resurrected. But the others yeah. can't succumb to that. I think, it's I really mean... Point. That, but I guess that's what makes him the one, though. Well, and that does say something about, like, the human condition and whatever. Like, don't, are, aren't we all fundamentally somehow motivated by the fear of death? Like, everything we do is just sort of to avoid death on some level. Mm. Yeah. Well, you need it for the movie because otherwise there's no stakes yeah. at all, which is the problem with the sequels to some extent. Yes. Is, yeah. Uh, is he, yeah, he just becomes an unstoppable force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's desperate need of a phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. we need of a landline. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a phone, a landline. <laughs> oh, if only I knew how far we would come. Who, who, uh, who wins that movie, performance-wise? Keanu. Oh, you know what? Keanu in a... In a in go- I love Keanu. I say, love like, him. I've always loved him, yeah. and... I, I always will. And apparently yeah. he's a really nice guy. Apparently he's really the sweetest, kindest. I love sad Keanu. Yeah, sad Keanu. Didn't he buy this entire stunt team, Harley Davidson's, and give them all like $200,000? If it wasn't this Something one, like it that. was the second it one. It was one of the Matrix movies because he was just like, I, there's no movie without you guys. I think, it's the four, I think it's the 40 guy to fight one. Yeah. He's like a kind man. Yeah, he's a really nice man. I've so always, my, English teacher, my English teacher did teach him Ugh. and was like so... Like in like in love with him, and now and he did fly her specifically. Like she left my high school when he played Hamlet. Hamlet, yeah, in, in, in Winnipeg. So she flew. That we don't he flew that. her out, and that was legit. And she was like over the moon. Oh my god, Aww. I love it. Somebody told me he had a really really hard time doing that. Hamlet. Yes, yeah, no, actually, I heard that story yeah, he as was. well. That he like yeah he he really, was like really, like backstage like crying. And stuff. Yeah, he had a really rough yeah. time. That but makes he, me love so But he still did Point Break. Of course. I'm sorry. Would you have said no to Point Break with Patrick no, no, King no. Swayze and yelling, ah, as you yeah. fire your gun to this guy? Like, I actually tip my cap to the fact that he kind of knew he was becoming, for lack of a better word, a parody of himself and was like, yeah. I need to do something to push out of my woe. I Enough love- with your Gestapo crap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I forgot that, that line and no. loved it. Another I would watch another Bill and Ted food. movie. Same. I love I know, I know Kung, Kung Fu. Fu is so good. So that was so, that that it's was it's the I'm world sure that always like, wow. He's such me? a genius. Why is this happening to me? When he like goes out to the <laughs> yeah when he goes out to the yeah there hasn't been okie dokie okie dokie could it be more Canadian than that? I love him so much. The outer I monologue. Also, there's also a picture of him from this time period where the paparazzi were really harassing him and he stole one of their cameras and he's running away and he's laughing. Like, he's so happy. There's a series of photographs of him that I just always loved. It's also, for me, it's like watching this, it's just acting styles and everything. It's like him, Fishburne, Mm. Carrie Moss, who's amazing. It's like, that shouldn't work. Those three should not work together. You know it's what? A good point. On, it's a very good point. On watching this again, I always thought that Carrie Ann Moss was amazing, but like, ooh, I was not convinced this time around. She's got the like stoic thing going on, but when they're when she's required to show any emotion, like when she's worried about all of her friends dying and she's on the phone, it's like mm. basically was, nothing is happening. Cool. Yeah. Well, but it's but it's not even cold. It doesn't look like it's a choice. It just doesn't look like she's doing anything on purpose. Which like the rest of it is so is so yeah considered and empowered. Yeah. I don't quite buy don't their chemistry. Rage. No. No. That, no. No. That's why they had to have sparks flying in the background multiple <laughs> times in slow motion. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, that's so funny. I think that's the so brothers funny. were like, you know, it needs something. Well, you mean while, while she's Literal forcing sparks. herself upon yes, him, upon his dead body, like, yeah. hello, yeah. that's pretty fucked up. See, no, they did not have ten, they, uh, they didn't have good chemistry. No, zero consent during that. Zero game. consent. Zero See, now consent. you guys, you guys are are team Keanu. I I, I would like to say I think Joey Pants wins this. Movie. Oh yeah. He's oh, so he good. was excellent. He's excellent. And I mean, he all and, no, he, and like, Lawrence Fishburne also did not have consent when Joey Pants jumped on him, but we wanted him too. 
That's true. Well, he also jumped on Carrie Moss. That's I mean, right. I don't, I don't love Keanu for Best Acting Award. I just love Keanu because I just there's something about so him. You just so let daring. it go. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to do a thing too right now, right here. The over under. How old do you think he is in this movie? In this uh, movie, Keanu Reeves. Keanu hasn't aged in thirty years. No, no he looks. He looks the same almost in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Well, like, I'm going to say 34, and do you think it's over or... Sorry, let's say 36, over or under. I under. Think under. I think under. I think under. Oh, I, I think under. I think when he, he was, made this movie? Yeah. yeah. He was definitely under 36. I think he was under really? 36. I think he was more like... Well, I can figure out how old he is 30, right now. Please give me three 30. seconds. 31. He's 53 I, now. Oh, he was born in 64, so when he did, so he was 35 so he's in when, it came out. Oh. when it came out. When it came out, 34. 34. When he, they were it. he looks so young. Like, he's he playing so young. A, a young hacker. Yeah. Because even when, when Lawrence Fishburne is like, you're one of the older ones, and he sits them amongst children, we're still to assume that... He's still young. Gish. There is yeah. no spoon. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was so good. I love that oracle scene. I love yeah. it. It's really good. Those like those that whole sequence with the kid and then with her, like that's really special. It like, is really that's special. actually a special little piece of filmmaking. She's fantastic. But here's another again, I, I I start ripping apart the logic of these things like so this oracle is part of you know this this group of people that are elevated and know what's going on. Mm. Why is she living inside the Matrix? So my thinking about that is that actually it's maybe easier to get to her if you go in, if she lives in the Matrix, than if she's in Zion. Because if she's in Zion, yeah, and if she's in Zion, that's probably very dangerous to try to go to Zion to see her. But if she's willing to live in the Matrix, because she's a fucking oracle... Then you can go in and really see good, her. Alex. Mm. But then why aren't also, the agents going after her all the time, like nonstop? Mm. All right, maybe they don't. Know. Don't but, know. Oh. Don't know who she is. Don't know. Yeah. Maybe they don't know about the oracle. But yeah. What? Maybe they okay. don't care about. That's, and then that's maybe they don't they, fucking care and, about the oracle. And that's another thing where I go. Maybe less information is better because I also just sit back going, how come they don't know more about what's going on inside their own program? How yeah. come they don't know there's an oracle there? Yeah. Right. How come they don't know that if you eat a cookie, you'll become all knowing? Yeah. Can I ask what you, was in those cookies? Guys? When when they weed, when yeah. they hundred percent weed. Oh yeah, hundred percent weed cookies. When they when they when the sentinel when the sentinels are on the outside uh, attacking the ship. This is something the that Hugo. Are pretty cute. Yes. Just, just this is saying. something Hugo oh, leaving, <laughs> and those guys are in control of. So wait, yeah. What no, are they're no guys. No, because the, the 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 agents are essentially just they're not a virus, but they're. They're just part of They're the program. Part of the program. Yeah. The agents are, but those little, those little. Guys. Those are the machines that are in charge of the world. No, like the real world. no, they're part of the AI. I don't think they're in charge of the. But they're in the real world, aren't they? The, the robots that are feasting yes, on the flesh. World. But they're not like they're just part of. They're just dogs, essentially. Right. 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 Oh, Which is why you love them. And they, they're so cute. Well, they sniff out like, like they they respond hey, to the they respond to the like electricity. So that's how they go, and that's why. There's that one part in the middle of the movie where they're all sitting there quiet. It's like, don't talk, don't That's talk. right. Um, and it, it goes by. Am I making up? Did Hugo Weaving make a reference to them being in the Sentinels will get them? Or maybe that's what he referred to those guys? I thought there was like a connector. I don't know. That, I, don't know. I, I have a question about Zion. Is that supposed to be like a human-made... It's, it's, yes. It's, it's a city where... Yeah. 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 It's like a cave on a planet. 
Well, oh, on our planet. On our planet. Yes, yeah. thank you. Where, 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 like, what, like, a select group of humans live? Just the survivors live. Like, like there's those two, uh, what is it, Trash and Dozer, what are their names? The trash. <laughs> tank. It's tank, tank, tank and Dozer, but I like <laughs> Trash and the thing that picks up the trash. Okay, it's not that far off the other no, names they have. in the world, but I think trash it's better. I just love that he's like one of the few humans who are actually born in this world, and his parents named him Trash. <laughs> tank, it's Tank. I mean, not much better, but Trash. Is I'm gonna good. Have Trash from now on. That's but awesome. anyway, there are some like there are some people that are just were born inside of the real world. Yeah, which is which is okay. the ship, not the Matrix. Well, and presumably right. like birth. So you'd be like Joy Pants. You just want to be like, I don't give a fuck. Give me the good stuff. I want to eat that steak. Put me back in. Yeah. Plug me back the fuck in. Yeah. Yeah, because we're all just oh man, it's really um, I, red pill, blue pill, right? Fuck, That's yeah. why I don't envy you having to watch this and talk about it right away. Yeah, me it's neither. A lot. It's hard. It's a lot. I mean, oof. but. Um, but no, I think for being a movie that's almost 20 years old now, yes. it stands so. up Oh yeah. really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it looks it looks good. It's clearly worth discussing. The performances are pretty good. It's really interesting. Yeah, the concepts and like those. Yeah. 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 Although it's like watching it this time, I was like, man, Lawrence Fishburne is such a hipster. <laughs> like like a steampunk hipster. Uh, I thought about yeah. steampunk. I was like, this yeah. is... Yeah. It's like the way he just chooses to be this kind of pretentious, all-knowing... Like, there's such a different version of a character who's just like, dude, none of this shit's real. Yeah. And he's just so down to earth and grounded. But right. like, he decides to like, wrap everything inside of a metaphor yeah, and riddle. Jeff and he's always wearing a, oh, a Jeff ankle length coat. That would be amazing. As, as the dude? As the dude. <laughs> oh, or Jeff Goldblum. Or Jeff A totally Gold. different take. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum would have been, been an amazing Morpheus. Yeah. Yep. Take the red pillow, blue pillow. I don't care. Just do which one. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you which one does which. <laughs> what do you think? Trash. Trash, come here. <laughs> I need to talk to you. Yeah, he just, he gets his name wrong. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this movie, like, you know, on there's there's the, like, Columbine, obviously, yeah. angle that happened. And that footage This movie was before so 9-11, too, yeah. which is pretty... Just, like, there's yeah. so much stuff that was so important in our adolescence yeah. that happened well, and right the fear around of Y2K. this film. Yeah. Y- yeah, Y2K and gun violence and, like, mass shooting. Like, yeah. Because I feel, what was Columbine, like, the first big school uh, shooting? I mean, essentially, the first one that was part of, like, the 24-hour news cycle, yeah. basically. There were two movies that were referenced um, because the immediate spin was... This is due to video games video and games. violence in yeah. movies, right? And it was the sh- that shooting scene because they had kind of trench coats. Yes, yeah. they called yeah. themselves the trench, trench coat mafia. That's yeah. right. And yeah. the other one was Basketball Diaries oh, with really? DiCaprio. There's a moment where and Marky Mark and and you're right yep. and Marky Mark. And there's a moment where he has a dream sequence where he walks into high school with a trench coat and, uh, and unloads oh, okay. with a shotgun, and it's kind of a one-off. Hmm. But they would use them literally back to back. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because it's like, you don't really, even though this movie really, really did, like we were talking about, has a, has such a cultural standpoint and really influenced so much stuff, it's not referenced the way I think we would have expected it to be 20 years ago when it came out. 
You know, it doesn't... What do you mean? Well, it's, I just don't think... I mean, as much as it holds up as a movie, yeah. I don't think it's people... I, I don't, you don't hear it come up a lot. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's true. I think the, like, the idea that our our lives are being controlled by some unseen force... Like, you hear red pill, blue pill all the time. Sure, yeah. And it, that's it. I have a question about that. Keep no, you're right. It has, like, it has infiltrated the mainstream in, yeah. that, in that it does become part of the, the the collective unconscious. Yeah. But it just mean in the way that I think at the time, especially when they started talking about sequels and right. all this other stuff, it was the kind of thing where it was like, well, this is new Star Wars. This is the yeah. new this. Right. Yeah. And it just, it never became that because... That's true. Because it was one of those things where the Wachowski brothers, as they're they're listed in the movie and yeah. the credits, now they're the sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you know that? No. Yeah. Both, one of them had a, had, had a, was transgender and had a sex change and then the other... Brother followed suit, so they're Lana and Lily as opposed to Andy and okay. Larry. Okay. Oh, Larry. Larry. Yeah. Uh, so none of it's real. Yeah, but... The Wachowski brothers aren't the Wachowski brothers but, anymore. But even yeah. that is also really interesting. Like, yeah. you yeah. put that in context, and it's like, oh, holy shit, because they wrote this movie. They were living inside something they, they didn't They were living in. inside... Yeah, exactly. That This, like, exterior force that was controlling their entire lives that wasn't reality. And well, then speaking of writing the movie... We're going into conspiracy theories. You know that there was a a long-standing lawsuit. No, I don't know this. There was, and I tried to look it up because I can't remember. I think it got settled. But there was an African-American woman who claimed that she had written it. And Warner Brothers kept her at bay for a very, very, very long time. So finally she, she got paid. And that's why the sequels sucked because she didn't write them. <laughs> Maybe, this is <laughs> this is another another possible wow another yeah. possible theory. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, went, I meant to look up before coming because it was a huge. I never heard of that. Yeah, wow. no, me neither. All the movies that they've written since have all done horribly. Well, they're not yes. great. Well, and I wondered if it was just one of those cases which is typical where. You know, they probably were noted to death on this first one, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was a huge success, and it's like, well, okay, do what you need to do. Well, right. I'll trust your instincts. And it's like, no, it's the George Lucas effect of, no, maybe you should have someone saying no every now and then. Right. You yeah. should at least have a story editor. Like, cool, you can do whatever you want with your action sequences and your clothes and stuff, but, like, there's got to be a story in Well, and that's somewhere. what the second one, I remember walking out of the second one, and it felt like, it felt like an action version of a porno film where it's just yeah. like, here's all these sex scenes and just enough little story to get you from one to the next one. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. felt like a series of set pieces that had the weakest, blandest story connecting them. Like nonsense. Do you guys think it doesn't totally have the staying power that Star Wars has because it is kind of a, about the internet or like about the technology that we live or it's not about It's not sense, really. It, I mean, the nice thing is, is that they don't. It's not like hackers where you, right. Where it's right, like man, watch you don't say now. anything mean about hackers. I love that movie. Have you watched it recently? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it probably in about five. It's five hilarious to watch now, just because the technology they're referencing oh is so dated. I love it. But I just mean because that movie was so timely. Yeah, in terms yeah. of even the technology, where the nice thing that they did to keep this one somewhat timeless. Was they avoided seeing too many real computers? Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. They, yeah. And, and then when they do it, it's just, you believe that it's like, oh, this is what they were able to salvage. Right. And that's why yeah. it's so dated and tactile. Right. And all, all the phones are either pay phones or exactly the same rotary phone. All of the cell phones are the same Nokia yeah. cell phone. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's good. That's really good art design. Like. Yeah, it was almost smart. like they saw the future coming. So like, let's just keep it. 
Well, it's also boring to watch computer screens. Yes. yes. You know, yes, too much. So, and, and to make it just part of, like, we're inside of this yeah. AI yeah. now. But, yeah, I wonder if it if it's, like, you know, Star Wars is such a fairy tale. Like, it is so removed from our actual life experience universe that you can sort of dream about it, whereas this is just real enough that it's a little bit disconcerting in a way yeah. that Star Wars yeah. ever has been. Yeah. yeah, well, this is essentially Allegory of the Cave, right? Yeah. Literally, it's allegory of the cave. Except for he doesn't try to wake anyone else up. <laughs> he gets flushed down the toilet. <laughs> except he doesn't try to wake anyone else up. <laughs> That's what happens. I mean, oh, they beat him But here's the thing that didn't make... I'm, I'm a nitpicker, and I apologize for it. No, it's good. But the other thing is that when he first... Because that's the first thing I thought when he... Watching this time, when he gets flushed down that... Toilet. Like, why is that thing even there? Why did they even have an escape hatch built into these it's goddamn very things? Strange. Right. Yeah. It's very, it's very like, confusing. Well, I guess when they die, because then they show this thing where the babies eat the dead ones. They do turn into oil or something. They showed that in that video. Yes. Anyway, my point was that when he falls down into that lake, he's flailing around. But my first thought was, which they touch on a minute later, how his muscles had atrophy and they're rebuilding them. He wouldn't have had that strength to flail around at all. Or even to stand up, like none of his—he's never ever used these muscles. Yeah, he would just be a pile of goo. Yeah, right. He would be, yeah, bones just go on top. Yeah, yeah, because they—they—they they never wanted them to ever be able to be anything but just this energy source. Energy source. Hmm. Anyway, let's not. Again, you could you could just start picking yeah. these things apart to death. So, would you guys take the red pill or the blue pill? I mean, uh, I think I'd be Joey Pants. I'd take that red pill because I'd want to know, and I'd be like, fuck. Ugh. We're yeah. just this ship? Are you shitting me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends. What's my, what's my blue pill life? And I guess that's a Joey Pants answer, too. Like, if I was Keanu... If you were I'd the probably, one? No, but if... No, but if I, yeah, if, that's, if, a different, that's, a, that's a different... If equation. I have Thomas Anderson's life... Yeah, maybe not. It doesn't seem like he's got a lot going on. He doesn't have a whole lot going on, but like... If there's a Matrix version of my life where I get to wear, like, tattered, like, Yeezy clothes and just, like, hang out in space afraid for my life eating mush, I'm fucking staying here. I'm eating yeah, blue pill. Yeah, really bad. Like, the food looked <laughs> awful. Yeah. yeah. What are they even doing? And there's still this bizarre military hierarchy. Like, that part of civilization has endured that, like, yeah. I, I, captain, like, I am the ranking officer on this ship, so it doesn't really matter what you think. Like, the fuck? Really? <laughs> Yeah. We haven't evolved past that in 300 years? They okay. have to have some... <laughs> but, like... But, you, I mean, you could argue that exists in our world now, this red pill, blue pill, the idea of, like, yeah. things that you know and things... Are you and that, 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 that reference has come... Like, that definitely came with the movie as a reference. Are you taking the red pill, red the blue pill? pill? Like, yeah. do you want to keep the thing that you like or go for something better? I also wanted to ask... But you look at... But this is also, like, that era when, you know, stuff like Survivor took off. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, here, watch this, masses. Watch this stuff that's just really right. easy to watch and don't pay attention to what's going on over here. Yeah. You know, right. this is right around the era of George W. Yeah. And Clinton, all that kind of stuff. Clinton right? was on his way out at this time. Right. You know, so it's also just that. It's just like, look over here, don't look over here. You know, and now we're in this Trump area where it's even more so. It's just like, I am distract you with all this, my racism stuff. Yeah. While I'm actually doing this other really terrible stuff on the side that you don't even fucking know about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing is real and everything is real. Yeah. Try to figure that out. Yeah. Did you guys, I want to ask too, because I equated it to this movie. Do you, the expression, oh, I'm going down the rabbit hole, especially when you're on the internet. Mm-hmm. 
I appreciate that that's an Alice in Wonderland thing, but did that become more of a thing because of this movie and the internet? Like, they make reference the to... The connection them. to them? Mm-hmm. About, about chasing the rabbit, going down the rabbit hole. I think um, Lawrence Fisherman's character mentions it. And I wondered if that became more... Well, they even have the White Rabbit tattoo. Yeah, yeah no, ra- White Rabbit. the White Rabbit. Am I crazy? Did that come from this? Or well, I think because the movie literally references the Lewis Carroll, yeah. yeah, you have to say the two are one and the same. Yeah. Plus, because of the computer... But this one probably reinforced it and made it more popular. But also, I don't know, I do say, like, specifically about the internet, like, going down a rabbit yeah. hole. Right it's from this, I, like I think I, I I now think that yes, probably. Okay. I mean, I don't. I who's to say? But this is probably us, the, the very four of us. I, I mean, us, us, I think us, sadly us. more people have watched The Matrix than have have, have read, read Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. 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 right. Yeah, right. A letter alive now. Right. Yeah. Or ever maybe. <laughs> right. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, right. Wonder but, what like a teenager now would think of The Matrix. Yeah. Like not someone who like remembers 1999. Not that yeah, I'm curious like, yeah. to show. My son's gonna be nine soon, and he yeah. really wants to see it. So I'd be curious to know what he thinks of it. How does he do, like? With is it too violent? How does he see no. these kinds of things? Uh, no, I mean he th- he I, he'd probably think it was really exciting. And cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's but astonishingly little blood. There's really, no blood. Like, yeah, it's video like, game violence. There, really. Yeah, there's like there's like blood right. on the wall and blood out of mouths, but like video game there violence. isn't really gore in this movie. No, no, it isn't at all. No, but he's interesting because he's the kind of kid that can sit down and watch a three-hour movie and be totally into it. Mm. Okay. And, and doesn't need, you know, he's okay with some things that are moderately paced. So he's a, he's a different breed. I'm trying to train him well. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was my, because my dad was in movies, he, we would watch it differently. Like I remember being with um, a girlfriend a long time ago and their nephews saw me on TV as children. They were smaller, but like, we're like, looking behind the TV of, like, how did Uncle Colin, like, get into the, the box? And I remember never understanding, or even in the same idea as, like, oh, you play that character, you are that person. Right. Like, I was never of that. So I wondered, too, for your son, because you do what you do, are you looking at it and, he, and, and oh, therefore he's, he talking constantly, he'll con- It's funny, it's like, well, often, like, when I'm putting to bed at night after we watch him, he's like, how do they do this? And then I'll ask him, well, how do you think they do it? And, and I'll see. And he starts to break it apart. Because he, he also lives in that age where he can just go right. on YouTube yeah. and look up right. stuff. And he loves to watch behind the scenes and making you know, yeah. things. Like, he's super nerdy about it. So I'm sure he would watch this and see those bullet time effects and go, how? Because yeah. that's still something, even though it became kind of a cliche around that time. Yeah. It, they have, it's not really part of modern movies. Because it became such a, a trope. Yes. And I think that it went away because it was so associated with this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am curious too about teenagers now. If they yeah. Big like, time. Yeah. Hmm. Like how it would affect them or not. Or I think they'd be a little less impressed with some of the set pieces just because yeah. the way set pieces are now. Mm-hmm. Like yes. You look at, especially any of the superhero movies. <laughs> yes. You know, it's just that over, we, we've hit that peak of just nonstop wall to wall action where you just, your brain turns off because the stakes aren't any higher than they were two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. not really a story point. You're just watching cool shit happening now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like that stuff might not. But I think the stuff that still really, really is interesting is the philosophy behind it all. 
is all that stuff. Yes. Is that, and then the rest of it is just kind of like the icing on top. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I agree. It's that kind of like the fact that it is functioning on all of those different levels. And that's where I think it would hold up with teenagers because it's still about the idea that it's like, people are lying to you, man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even know. (laughs) They're manipulating your experience. It's funny, Jeremy, when you mentioned I don't envy... Catherine seeing it for the first time and then being having to talk about it right away. I didn't even think about that. But I do remember leaving the theater and just being kind of like, obviously so blown away visually, but then also just kind of going, what? Because we knew nothing going in. We thought we, we, it was a total fluke. Now I want to like read this like matrix whatever, like oh, the, the different various like papers that inevitably have like been written. You're going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm, yeah, 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 rabbit hole. I'm like, what's just don't watch the sequels. Just don't. No, I won't. I don't want to ruin this for me. I really enjoyed that. And I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go there, Yeah. but I might, I don't know. I think there's some Googling in my future guys. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah it is. In, it is interesting. Cause it is like, it's such an action movie. And then it's also this other strange thing that... Yeah. What's philosophy? Like, yeah, but yeah. like it doesn't seem like it just because it's no. such an action movie. Well, yeah. and, and the first one blends it really well, mm-hmm. where the second one literally is that. It's like 10 minutes of philosophy, 10 minutes of action, yeah. and they don't really blend them the yeah. way mm-hmm. they do in this first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just of course they lines. had to make more. But it, it's interesting, too, is I wonder if... You know, just in this world we live in where everything gets rebooted or franchised more, if they'll ever... I have a... I read a little micro mini thing. Because I can't remember if it was... It was, so it was, it the was a New Yorker... That's type. what they would do. It would be the prequel. Well, or they were or, looking or at... Or like Keanu is the like... Sorry. They were looking at a reboot with... And they mentioned Michael B. Jordan. What? And so I'm at, uh, immediately I was like, I'm interested. I'm interested. I would, I'd watch that. I would watch we it. We would all watch it. That's the problem. But also, it's, it hasn't been that long. Like, it's only 17 years. But now there, how many Spider-Mans have we had? And hasn't been like, that long. In my, yeah, in my lifetime, there have been like eight of them. And they're pilfering the 90s. Like, they, yeah. like yeah. The, the, the 90s are so... Up for grabs now yeah. in terms of. Music. I think the way they would do it is it would be it would be a sequel that's a prequel in that it would be about the AI wars. Yes. Kind of like what they did with Terminator. Terminator. Or introducing yeah. or introducing whatever Morpheus's story was. Yeah, perhaps. exactly. <gasps> Michael B. Jordan. Oh. Morpheus. Yeah, I'm in. Oh my god. Yeah, Uh-oh. actually, I I am in. Shit. Oh, super in. Long <laughs> as Jeff Goldblum is in it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Dreamcast for. The Matrix sequel, uh, prequel, prequel, prequel reboot. Sequel, yeah. prequel, reboot. It's Michael B. Jordan and Jeff Goldblum. Can it be called yeah. sequel, prequel, reboot? Se- yeah. Sequel, prequel, prequel, reboot. Yeah. We just, just, we, we just list random actors who want involved. Yeah, just those two people. But like, who else Michael fits B. in Jordan this world? And Trash is played by... <laughs> Mae Whitman. Oh, yes! Always! Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. Oh, she'd amazing. be great. She'd be phenomenal. She'd be so like pointy and cute. And she'd be and, be, and would totally have an attitude about how she was pure. Yeah. And Jennifer Lawrence is the villain. I don't oh, know what that means. She's Hugo Weaving. I she's, cannot. She's the no, Hugo Weaving. Come on, it'll sell. No, I, I don't want to see another. I don't movie with her want it. I need I'm a all, break. I'm done. She's Maybe also, this is the movie that brings Daniel Day Lewis out of retirement. That's <laughs> the major sequel prequel reboot. He, he plays the Sentinel. He plays the Sentinel. Or, or you just like get an actor who's kind of big in the '90s who hasn't worked in a long time. Like I really liked when Steve Goodberg. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gutenberg. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Agent Smithers. Or someone from the cast of Friends. That's interesting. I mean, I'm not listen, actually. No, that'd be terrible. No. But David Schwimmer thinking, could direct. But I was just thinking Courtney about Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox is. Playing Carrie Moss's mom. mom. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Pretty good. Someone on the internet make this poster. Oh, yes. Yeah. Please. Oh, yes. man. That's really... That is a Frankenstein of a cast. You can actually just call it The Matrix Rebooted and it would be fine. That's a great title. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's Matrix not, Reboot. That's Matrix right. that's colon Reboot. That's not what reboot. it's called. It's Reloaded and Revolution. Yeah. Or the other two. So Matrix yeah. Rebooted it is... is, is you're makes, done. You're welcome. Perfect. It's yeah. pretty good. Just I opens. still like sequel reboot though. <laughs> sequel reboot. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. It's really funny. <laughs> no, I think the point is that we'll watch Michael B. Jordan in anything at this point. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you haven't even seen Black Panther yet. I haven't even seen Black Panther. Fahrenheit 9/11 isn't even out yet. Like. And you've spent. Fahrenheit 9/11. Have you seen Fahrenheit, 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 Fahrenheit 451. 451. Have you seen Fruitvale Station? No, I haven't. No, my love of Michael B. Jordan is based on, like, uh, Parenthood, and Friday Night Lights, and his Instagram feed. <laughs> Agreed. That's Pretty fair. Much. That's a good that's, trek that's, that's, that's The Wire? Did you see him in The Wire? Oh, yes, of course. Wallace. I, oh! Where's Wallace string? Wallace. Where the fuck is Wallace? I forgot that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, when that penny dropped for me, I was like... Oh, I didn't realize that's who Wallace was. Oh, yeah. Wallace. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's that too was much. Season one of the most four? Uh, season four was it's so... It's too much. All the heart. It's too much. It's too much. Are you doing The Wire? Okay, because based on your face, I was like, I don't no know words. what you're feeling. No yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. yeah There's been a resurgence much. of The Wire. Like, people are starting to watch... People that never really? saw it are starting to watch it again. Yeah, recently. really? Because it's peak TV, and everyone's like, oh, like... Like, right now is peak TV, and everyone's going back in time and being like, how did anyone make this show, like, before the golden age of television? The Wire was this weird little... I can't believe they got to make five seasons of that show. Yeah. And then it ended the same way it began. It just had this beautiful... Oh, so devastating. It's so fucking good. And not a performance out of place in that show. Like, everyone is fucking incredible. No, and especially when you consider that by the end of season five, you're tracking 60 characters. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. It's like, it just get it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper yeah. and just expands and expands. That's a good point. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Sweet, oh, my thank pleasure. You. Thank you. And I'm so glad to our sponsor, Smirnoff Ice, for the Black Hole Films podcast. <laughs> Smirnoff Ice. Since 1999, we've been sugaring your teenage dreams. That is a, that's you can't say that, Colin. If you, <laughs> if you send a case, I will give it directly to Colin because I don't want that shit in my body. <laughs> it's oh. just, there's nothing creepier than like a, sugar, a, 30, your teenage a late thirties man saying as he leans into a microphone, sugaring your teenage dreams since 1999. It's, it's product placement. <laughs> I was even doing an announcer voice from the nineties. <laughs> I think we sugaring gained your teenage dreams. We gained yeah. and lost our product placement in five seconds. <laughs> Maybe there's a lawsuit pending. Or the Nog- next week. The Nagano Olympics could sponsor us. That's true. An Olympics from 20 years ago? I like it. I mean, I like it. <laughs> Seems like a solid funding structure. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Thanks Thank you. Let's all go to the lobby. 
Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Thanks for joining us for The Matrix. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about it. You can find me on Twitter at Lalonde Jeremy and go to Facebook for Black Hole Films. Leave a review there on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to this thing. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby.